Money FM 89.3, the best of your money. Read with your money, only on Money FM 89.3. There are many good books in the world, but we read only the best. Welcome to Read With Me, Michelle Martin. Lady Gaga says this man saved her life when she had a psychotic break. He is a leading expert in the field of psychiatry and sociology, and he joins me to talk about his new book, Trauma, The Invisible Epidemic. Welcome, Dr. Paul Conti. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me on. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for your kind words. Thanks for joining us here in Singapore. Is the suffering of trauma far more widespread than we think? Oh, I believe it is far more widespread than we think. This is true of acute trauma, trauma that uh, comes into people chronically over time, trauma from witnessing other people's suffering. These are all experiences that can change us inside, and then we are different inside and in our function afterwards. And I think we very much underestimate how much this affects us and the people in the world around us. Lady Gaga was on a world tour when she found herself screaming in an emergency department room at a hospital. And she credits her healing journey to you, Dr. Conti. She says, you're the man who saved her life. You worked together over two years. So I don't want people to think that this is just something that happens overnight. And in fact, you took six months to decide whether or not she was movable. As we try to understand the treatment of trauma, can you help us uh, figure out what movable means? Mm -hmm. Well, she's very kind in her words, um, but the truth is, uh, it is her, as it always is, the the patient who's responsible for the healing. Uh, It it is our job as treaters uh, or as educators to make alliance with people. And it's the establishment of rapport, of the ability to to trust and to explore, um, because trauma creates a a reflexive sense of guilt and shame in us. And it makes it very hard to bring to the surface what has happened to us. So we tend to hide away what we most need to put words to and share. So as a treater, it's my job to establish rapport, to help her to be able to trust and to be able to acknowledge things inside that we can only work on and change if we get them outside of us. It takes time. It takes months sometimes to assess. Can this person do it? Can we make an alliance? Can we get where we need to go because we have mutual trust and we're approaching a problem together? Help us understand your therapeutic stance. So Carl Rogers um, famously thought that there was a part of us that always remained whole. Uh, Milton Erickson talked about people having resources that can be tapped upon to help them heal and he used hypnosis. Uh, What is your therapeutic stance? Well, I come from a perspective that combines the, the tremendous value of understanding. So understanding our minds. Uh, what's on the surface, and even more importantly, what is under the surface. The vast majority of what goes on in our minds goes on on an unconscious level, and then it interacts in a sort of dance with, with how we're behaving and how we're interfacing with the world. And I think the more that we understand about ourselves, about our histories, Um, about our self-talk inside of us, the confidence we feel or don't feel, the better. So we need to understand 
but we need to combine that understanding with a sense of human connection. So, so very much the existential school of psychotherapy, following from Viktor Frankl's writing, of the importance of human connection, of believing and valuing in the beyond us. And I think it's understanding plus human connection that helps us to heal. Can we, if we have experienced trauma, heal ourselves or can healing only happen in connection with somebody else? Mm -hmm. We can take great steps towards healing ourselves. Part of the problem is that when trauma affects us, this isn't a soft concept. Right? We can see through imaging, we can see through studies, how our brains change. And often what is hidden from us is how we felt about ourselves before the trauma, how we felt about our ability and safety in the world around us. So it's hard. But if we delve into our thoughts, think about what our life narratives are, what was true to us at one point in time, that may have changed. If we use writing or trusted people around us, then we can begin to move ourselves towards healing. And one of the most important concepts is to know that there is goodness inside of us. If we can do something good for someone else in the world around us, that's not only good in and of itself, but it shows to us that there is strength and there is value and there is resilience inside of us. So, yes, often we do have to look outside of us, but not always. And we can always help ourselves by going back to the first principles of engaging with the world through a lens of gratitude, humility, and realizing there's good inside of us that we can use to help others. Do we need insight to heal from trauma? Do we need to look at the past or revisit trauma to heal ourselves? Or can we take uh, an approach that Jay Haley may have taken or um, the brief therapist would take and look at the doing of trauma and approach it as a problem that we can solve? We can change behaviors. And sometimes that can change the thoughts and feelings behind them. So someone who after trauma may have hidden themselves away can change behaviors and that may lead to feeling differently about themselves. But often I do believe we need to come from a perspective of understanding because trauma hides from us truths about ourselves, about our value, about how we can can um, make ourselves felt in the world around us and it undermines our sense of self and our confidence and oftentimes that confuses us like like trying to navigate with a map that is smeared or or parts of the map are incorrect i'm um, a person who highly values understanding because i think as humans we're curious we want to know and if we know and understand it can lead us to healthy change. We're all about the world of finance here on Money FM 89.3 here in Singapore. Can trauma lead to under-earning, underperforming in the professional world? Absolutely. Trauma makes people internalize a, a, a negative sense of self, a sense of self through a lens of, of vulnerability, uh, a sense of insecurity, 
a decreased sense of self, and then we tend to have decreased role performance across the board. So in personal function, like being a, a partner or a parent, and in occupational function, we tend to have other problems such as depression or anxiety, or the coping with trauma pushes us towards unhealthy ways of coping. And that combined with a decreased sense of self decreases our ability to succeed in the world around us. You've impacted so many lives. I want to talk a little bit about um, the social aspect of dealing with trauma, especially here in Asia, there's still a lot of shame associated with mental issues. I've had guests on who've told me that they were told they had the devil in them by teachers in school when only later in life they were diagnosed with bipolar disorder. What does this book hope to change in terms of the destigmatizing of support for people who's experienced trauma? Well, first and foremost, in exposing evidence and presenting it in a way that I think is cogent and people can follow the, the logic of. My hope is that there's an increased understanding that this is a body problem, meaning our brains are part of our bodies and our brains change in how they behave. And we can accept this if it happens in someone's knee, for example, or someone's lungs. But we have, a, we have such a problem accepting it if the problem is in our brains and the evidence is there just as clearly. It's clear in neuroimaging studies, it's clear in psychological studies. So the legitimation that this is real and it changes us and if we understand, we can change back. So I think that combined with the hopefulness that this is a human problem that so many of us suffer from and that's why I think people like Lady Gaga, who are willing to talk about their own trauma, help to validate everyone else. And as a physician and an author on the subject of trauma, I do not hide my own trauma of having a brother, for example, who died by suicide. And, and making a clear point of not feeling a sense of shame, right? That, that we are all entitled to the human responses that we have to trauma. And if we understand that and we make it a human issue, not a problem that just affects people who are damaged in some way, then we come into accord with the truth of it and we pave ahead a route to healing. Dr. These brain changes mm -hmm. can change back. This whole field of neuroplasticity is relatively new. Can you help us understand you're a psychiatrist and you study the brain. Can you give listeners an overview of how trauma changes the brain and how, with our understanding of neuroplasticity, we can then help in the healing and, and change what has happened to it because of trauma, what's happened to the brain? It may be helpful to have a concrete example yeah. at this point. Mm -hmm. So... Imagine a person who has not suffered trauma, so their brain has not been changed, and they're walking down the street and they see someone they don't know coming towards them. Right? What happens in a healthy person is a sense of curiosity. Like, is that person smiling? In which case I can smile back. Right? If the person is angry or threatening, we would notice that, but we're not biased towards seeing it. Right? After trauma, which can be an acute trauma, the loss of a loved one, an assault, 
a, a, a vehicle accident, right? Or it can be chronic trauma of fear, for example, in a domestic setting or being invalidated because of aspects of the person that they can't just change or that they may highly value, right? Then what changes in us is a whole set of brain processes that have us looking at that face coming towards us with a bias. Right? Inside of us, we feel that person is going to be aggressive or that person is going to like me. And then we get into a very defensive posture and everything changes from there. So a person that could have been a work colleague or a potential um, romantic partner, this goes away because we greet the world around us with a bias towards fear. That is a change inside of us, no different than if someone has a broken bone. And just as we can set a bone or put a cast, we can heal. Right? We can heal these changes in our brain so that we don't approach the world with a greater sense of fear and a decreased sense of confidence in ourselves. These are real neurobiological changes that can change people's lives for the worse without them even knowing. And we can understand it and we can change back to how we were before the trauma changed us. Really profound. As someone who studies trauma and the brain, what do you think of the polyvagal or somatic approaches to helping individuals with trauma? I think they're very important. Historically, medicine has kind of separated mind and body and seen the two as different. But of course, it's the opposite of that. And, and what is going on in our minds affects our bodies. And what is going on in our bodies affects our minds. So we can have a route in, in either place, and ideally in both places. So for example, if we're holding so much tension in our bodies, that is sending signals to our brain saying, hey, we're not safe, right? We're anxious and we should feel insecure. Right? So if we can ease what's going on in the body, then we ease the body making the brain more upset and the brain making the body more upset. And then we're stuck in a vicious cycle that we can change. Absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us. That's Dr. Paul Conti, the man behind the incredible book, very comprehensive, filled with uh, stories, case studies, his own experience of trauma as well. The book we've been reading today is Trauma, the Invisible Epidemic. I'm Michelle Martin. Keep reading. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.